Welcome everybody to the podcast today for September 20th, 2016. I'm talking a lot about the Marvel Universe, but for the sake of balance, you know, you can't leave out poor Warner Brothers and their DC films. So I figured I'd run through the current three films in the DC Expanded Universe. It's DCEU because that's confusing. And joining me to do so is Robbie Fox. Yeah, we're going to let you phrase it in a way where you said the poor Warner Brothers and DCEU Universe and... Maybe that's what they are compared to Marvel, the poor ones. Yes, I'm not burying the lead here. This film isn't very good. Man of Steel, <laughs> by the way, 2011 or 2013 even, directed by Zack Snyder, starring that fellow who is Welsh, Henry Cavill. Yep. Because, yes, Superman, the American icon, is Welsh. Yeah, I think we're going to have, like, an interesting discussion on this one because I have, like, a common theme in my in my watching of the DCEU movies where it seems like every one so far I've watched and went, that wasn't very good, but I enjoyed it a lot. So you like it in spite of its flaws? Yes, very much so. Okay, so I'm not a big fan of these films. I, I remember, I like, I saw this at the time in the cinema, and I liked it at the time, and I've come to like it less as time has gone on. Oh, me too. Like, definitely me too on that aspect. Like, I loved it. I, I saw this one uh, in, like, one of the biggest theaters in New York City, and it was, you know... First day, it was huge hype. Superman's back after we got the 2006 Superman Returns where Superman did not throw a single punch. And uh, after the movie, I turned to my brother and I was like, they did it. Superman's back. And he gave me a look like, eh, I don't know about that. He was not all aboard the Superman train. Yeah, and you know what? I just rewatched it today before we recorded this. And every time I see it, I understand the look my brother gave me more and more. Yeah. This is because it starts with a 20 minute Krypton prologue. Okay, but I really like the Krypton prologue. That's what I was going to say. It was my favorite part of the film. Yeah, yeah. Like the first time we've really gotten to see Krypton like this, I kind of wish that was just make like a rise of the planet of the apes, make a rise of the planet of the supermen. Well, they are. They're making a C or not C dub. Yeah, C dub. They're making a C dub. No, so sci fi. Is it sci fi or C dub? It's one of them. They're making a Krypton. Uh, TV show. I would like that. I'm like one of these weird people that don't watch Arrow or Flash or Gotham or Smallville or Supergirl or any of those like network superhero shows. I like everything superhero related except for those shows. Is it that you don't like them or you just don't want to commit the time to them? I, I've tried a few of them. Arrow seems okay. Flash seems kind of cheesy. Gotham seems just terribly unwatchable. Smallville, I haven't given much of a shot to, but I probably should because that seems consensus the best of all of them. You see, I'm, I'm a Smallville guy. I, I I don't have much kind of, I don't know, backstory with the Superman character. I never watched the original Christopher Reeve films. I never really watched Lois and Clark. I'm not a big comics guy. So to this day, you haven't seen the Christopher Reeve ones? I've seen them, but I don't remember having seen them. I would have been young enough at the time. Oh, they're, they're pretty good. You should go back and check them out. They're, I mean, they're, you know, cheesy, but fun. Yeah, and that's like probably superhero films. We're about to talk about a, a superhero movie that's not much fun, necessarily. Oh, well, there is literally no fun in this film. Actually, the, the most fun I had in this film was Lois and, and Jor-El's brief little buddy cop film in the middle of there. <laughs> yeah. Where they're like wandering through a spaceship, just having some fun. Yeah. The thing about Man of Steel, I feel like it's not fun. But every time it was just a li- we got like glimmers here and there of fun. And every time it like like they nailed it. I just wish there was so much more of it. 
every time the the little bit of light pierced through the never-ending cloud of darkness it was like ooh yeah really like i mean the scene where superman comes back to his uh his home and sees ma kent and she she's like that's a nice suit or she says something along those lines like nice suit son and he just gives her a look like he like rolls his eyes like it's a funny moment like the ending of this movie is really funny I mean, the one true comedy scene I feel like is the the guy picking a fight with Clark Kent when he's a waiter at a restaurant. Yeah, but even Throwing then, it. that's not played for like ha ha laughs. No, it's not. It's like a ha ha. Superman got him. This is but yeah. It's it's a very it's it's a very DC EU movie. It's a very Zack Snyder movie. Yeah, because like following that Krypton sequence. Is, is 20 minutes, which of which I took notes while watching this film, and the only word I wrote for that 20 minutes was, in all caps, angst. Yeah. It's just like Clark wandering around the place moping. He's kind of a hobo. Like, it's just like Superman's hobo years. Yeah, he steals those people's clothes. Yeah, he steals clothes. He's He's a kid, and so I think my biggest gripe with this movie is probably not a lot of people's biggest gripe. I would think... Everyone's biggest gripe is the final fight scene and the destruction of Metropolis. It does get very much smashed. Yeah. So I think mine is when Superman saves the the bus full of his classmates, uh, you know, when it's sinking and he picks it up, saves him. And Jonathan Kent sits him down. And he says, what was I supposed to do? Let them die? And the next line is maybe. (laughs) And it's like, wait, What? Like, no, 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 no. That is not what Pa Kent should ever say to his young Clark Kent son. Maybe you should have let a school bus full of children die. Those are the morals. He isn't. You see, that comes full circle when he trashes a whole city. Yeah. That kind of reckless abandon is drilled into him as a youngster. But even at the time when I saw this movie and the day it came out, that was like a it was like someone threw a cup of water in my face and like shocked me. And I like turned around and looked at everyone else. Like, did I just hear what I thought I hear? Like, yeah, maybe those children should have died when you could have helped them. Maybe. And like, even the fact that that's kind of a line that he goes down, he's like, son, you should not have revealed yourself in, you know, those children potentially dying. Very disappointed in you. Yeah. That's, that's unbelievable to me. Can we talk about Pac-Man for a second? Yeah, let's talk about him. He dies saving a dog. Yeah, and in a moment where Superman could probably have saved him. Yeah, it's just like, come on, there's like there's like six people there. Yeah. Really? It's a dog. Do you care it's... that much about this dog? Listen, I have three dogs. I'm a dog guy through and through. If my dogs were running into a tornado, I'd probably turn to my super son and say, do me a favor and go get the dog so fast that nobody can see you get the dog. Or it's like, oh, I'll, I'll distract these people. It's like, look, another tornado. Go, go. Yeah, 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 exactly. If Superman can fly fast enough to make the world turn in reverse, I feel like he could probably save a dog. And he does travel around the world fairly quickly toward the end of this film, multiple times. So he can clearly move that quickly. Yeah. The things I, Superman I, can I, do. I did, like, uh, I did like Kevin Costner's portrayal of Pa Kent in the times where he wasn't dying or telling Superman to... Kill a, a bunch of children. Yeah, to basically kill children. Like, if you can save the children, don't. They're not worth it. This is why me and your mother never had children, and really, we never wanted you. <laughs> yeah. We it's, tried to kill you. Trust us. Farm. Yeah. 
Diane Lane, I thought was good as Martha Kent. This film had a very good cast. I think that's yeah best part of this film. Definitely. Like people, a lot of people don't like Amy Adams as Lois Lane, right? I I, th I, I think there was some backlash. I like her though. It's it's maybe because I really liked her in the Muppets, so she has oh, yeah, an she, endless amount of goodwill from me. But I'm like, yeah, she's good. I think I like her in pretty much everything she's in. She was great in American Hustle and uh, all the other movies that I can't think of right now. Um, Amy Adams was in The Office once. Oh, yeah, she was in The Office. She was in a good episode of The Office early on. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of Amy Adams being in. She was in uh, Batman vs. Superman. Of course, yep. She'll be in Justice League 2, I'm sure. Uh, she was in Her. She was good in Her. She was in The Fighter. I don't know if you saw that. She was good in that. But, yeah. I like Amy Adams a lot. She's good. Like this, this film has like Lawrence Fishburne just just playing Perry White. Yeah, like Chris Maloney, who's great, just playing a random military guy role. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Amy Adams is a great great line to him early on uh, when they're in the Arctic. I can't repeat it. It's a bad line, but it's a good one. And I think Michael Shannon as Zod. Ah, I don't know. Did you like him as a villain? Yeah, I did. Did you? you see, I, I, I think that's where that like, just lets me down. I like I'm just the like... selection of Zod as the first Superman villain to get away from years of Lex Luthor. I, I, I suppose, because they, they have Doomsday, they have um, Bizarro, they have plenty of villains. Just stop doing Luthor all the time. Mm -hmm. And Superman's got, like, like you said, those villains are good ones. Like, he's got a good cast of villains. It's not like he's a bad superhero, like... It's not like Batman once you get past, like, the Joker and the Riddler. Oh, stop it. And then you have to dive into the, the, the worst of the, the dregs of Batman villains. Like, Bane. No one wants to see a Bane film. Oh, I do. Do you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You said Batman and the Riddler, or Joker and the Riddler. Those are uh, your well, there's two, two Batman villains. There's, there's Two-Face. There's Penguin. Penguin is lame. Oh, come on. He is Danny like... DeVito as Penguin is perfect. I never liked that film. I love the original Batman film. I never liked that film. I like that film better than the original. Ooh. Yeah, I'm total returns guy. Catwoman's yeah. great. Bane's great. Poison Ivy's great. Mr. Freeze is great. Well, Miss, oh, oh, Mr. Freeze, only if he's played by Arnie. That is, that is, I will accept that. Well, I did see a picture. We were talking about Gotham a little bit before. I saw a picture of like whoever played him on that show. It must be the worst costume design in history. He looks like something out of Zoolander. Well, making a fashion statement. <laughs> yeah, he is. Arnie is wonderful in that role. If you don't like that film, I hate you. No, I, I definitely like that film. I love that film. It's so stupid, but in the best yeah. way. Also, Richard Schiff just plays Emil Hamilton in a small role. Yeah. You a Western yeah. guy? Uh, not really. Like I've seen episodes, and every episode I've seen, I've enjoyed but I've never really got into the show like I should. Yeah, Richard Chip is I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big newsroom guy. Yeah, I'm a Sorkin guy. Me and Sorkin yeah. get along. He writes yeah. things for my brain. Of course. Sorkin's great. Maybe Sorkin should have wrote this movie. He, he'd write a good Superman film. He'd write a really good Daily Planet film. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he'd write a really good like Lois Lane, Clark Kent relationship. Yeah. With Perry White as the the overbearing boss, yeah, he would really. Yeah, he would make hopefully that, make bring that in some some humor. We should pitch that show to Aaron Sorkin. Make a Daily Planet show. I would totally watch a Daily Planet show. Basically, right. just make the newsroom and like replace names. Yeah, pretty much. Or you, and, I'm, you, and I'm there. You can kind of you can just do that yourself with the newsroom. Just replace Jeff Daniels and Emily Mortimer with Henry Cavill and Amy Adams, and it'll yeah. work in your head. Yeah. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna uh, control F every newsroom <laughs> script and do that. And then pitch it to HBO to remake it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, sure. they'll be perfect. Yeah, after. of course. This film also has the, the very annoying Zack Snyder trait of just jumpy camera work during action scenes. I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah, I I love Zack Snyder's visuals, but this this movie I think even more than Batman, Superman, and uh, Suicide Squad has total shaky cam and like a weird filter over the entire movie that just makes it look bleak. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you want any happiness in my Superman film, Zack Snyder? No color. Like, there, there's a scene where him and Zod are, are in both in their suits, and both of their suits look kind of black. And that's like, doesn't that defeat the purpose? Yeah, and did you see Henry Cavill tweeted an up-close image of, I guess, maybe Justice League or the Man I think of... they've officially locked down Man of Steel 2 in the last couple of days. So it might be yeah, that. so it might be that of the black Superman suit. Oh, no. And, and it's like... Oh, that would be like really cool in a movie where the Superman suit wasn't already pretty much black. Yeah. And void of all happiness and underwear that comes with it. It's just like, there's just not enough color. There's, there's not enough color in the world. No. And I think DC probably looked at what Marvel was doing with their movies. You're recapping them with Barry. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're very colorful, fun movies. And they said, let's do the Dark Knight over and over again and what worked about the dark knight it was dark and realistic so let's make it darker and even more realistic without superman is going to kill everybody on the face of the earth <laughs> and it's going to be a tragedy uh, no colors you see they don't realize that like dark and gritty works for batman because the batman is dark and gritty it's it's his aesthetic yeah. Or it's like Superman, no, he's he's hopeful, he's he's enthusiastic, he's a sign of dignity and honor and integrity and the American way and all that stuff. He's colorful and bright and enthusiastic. Not like dark, gloomy and killing everyone under the sun. <laughs> really, like not not to make this really bleak, but the the or not bleak, but uh sad, I guess. The anniversary of nine eleven just passed. Superman committed like twelve nine elevens in this movie. Yeah. Like, the, there is a scene in this film, even if you take Superman out, they, they crush whole cities. Like, whole cities. Tens of millions of people die. Yeah. And at the end, they're like, this has been a victory. Today is a good day. Yeah, <laughs> like, Superman and, and Lois Lane just make out over everyone's ashes. <laughs> like, they're making out over the cremated bodies of Metropolis citizens. Yeah, it's literally ash on the floor. That is literally yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. And there's a scene in this movie where, you know, Zod takes Superman into his, uh, into that dream sequence where he's like sinking into the skulls and he's like, this is what will happen. And it's like, no, that's exactly what happened in this movie. Like you killed all those people, Superman. You fulfilled that destiny. Yeah. So like, I really don't like that. I'll, I'll be the first to admit. I don't like that Superman killed the entire city of Metropolis, tens of millions. I don't like that Pa Kent told him he should let a school bus full of children just die and drown when he eat and just watch him. I don't like that Superman didn't save Pa Kent or the dog. <laughs> I don't like a lot about this movie. But overall, like it's a super it's a Superman movie. I like Henry Cavill as Superman. I like everyone as their characters. I like a lot of the fight sequences. I like the villain I don't know. There's so much about this movie that I still like that I can't. I can't say 
yeah, I really don't like this movie because of all of those things I just named. Like the sequence where Zod kind of like hacks into everyone's TVs and he gives the you are not alone speech. Yeah. Like that's one of the coolest moments in any superhero movie I've seen in years, I feel like. And did you see X-Men Apocalypse? Yeah, I did. <laughs> they did, they tr- basically tried to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah problems, they did But that. it wasn't nearly as effective, was it? No, not at all. That I mean, most of that movie was them trying to do the same thing and it not being nearly as effective. Pretty much. They they basically tried to remake Days of Future Past, which, you know, Days of Future Past is a great film. Yeah. The, actually, Days of Future Past should be like the template for DC films because it's a serious film that doesn't take itself too seriously. But, you know, it, it deals with serious ideas. Yeah. But it's not like bleak and gloomy. And also, like, they work around a big catastrophe not killing so many people in that movie. Yeah, it's made smaller and isolated, just a a core group of people rather than a whole city being destroyed endlessly. And, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about it if we do another one of these or another two of these. But they kind of did that Batman Superman, where they kind of tried to make it isolated, but they just mentioned, like, oh my god, look at this big battle. Thank god the entire city is empty. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, come on, Zach. We can freely destroy these buildings. It's fine. Yeah, they, they mentioned the workday was over. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody works overtime in Gotham. Like Guardians of the Galaxy did the same thing where they were destroying a city, but they actually kind of made a point to show people literally evacuating the city. Yeah. So that when they were destroying the place, it's like, okay, I, I accept that there are people Yeah, people there. are getting out of there. Or is he just like, ah, it's fine. No one's there. Everyone's okay. In Man of Steel, we had like one woman under rubble that Perry White was like, I won't leave you. <laughs> Not everyone. Like, <laughs> but everyone else around him is being brutally murdered by Superman and Zod. You see, yeah, the, the big problem with that, though, is like the big emotional punch of this film is Superman killing somebody. And he's just murdered millions of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, there's one family that like hasn't gotten out yet. Or hasn't really, not even hasn't gotten out, hasn't died yet. That's the that's the last family of, in Metropolis. Yeah, what are they doing in there? I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm sure Grand Central Station will be fine. Everything's okay here. They're not going to break this building. Yeah, it was very, like, it's kind of an awkward scene because of them being the only ones around. Yeah. And, and suddenly like, getting trapped in that corner with convenient rubble where they cannot move. Yeah. I... I Another thing that you might groan at this, I don't have too much of an issue with Superman killing Zod, to be honest. Because even after tens of millions of people died, the message there is that Superman is killing one of his own over the humans because he is a human, I guess. Yeah. And he doesn't want to do it, but he has to do it. And I'm like, all right, I could get down with that. Like, if, if this is the world we're going into, I'm not going to accept Zack Snyder's Superman as the Superman. It, it just won't happen. Who is your but, Superman? Mine is Tom Welling. Uh, mine is the animated, like the Justice League animated series. Yeah. So, or, or like Tim Loeb, when Tim Loeb writes Superman, or Tim Sale, Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale, yeah. Um, they did All-Star Superman, I think. Like, or Earth One Superman was Jeff Johns recently. And that was like, great little reimagining and i kind of have to view this as a reimagining of superman that's true Zack snyder is very dark and grim lens yeah so if we're doing this dark and gritty superman like all right he's gonna kill zod it's not like he's killing a person he's killing an alien yeah an alien that somehow escaped a destroyed planet by being banished from said planet that worked out well for them didn't it 
Yeah. It's like, we are banishing you to the Phantom Zone, and now we are all dead. Yeah, you're the only one that'll survive. Big punishment. You thought that one through, didn't you, Krypton? Well, he had to live through Man of Steel. <laughs> Boo-doo. You know what my favorite part of this film Nailed is? It. What's that? Just in general, we haven't mentioned him yet. Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah, Russell Crowe kills it. He's in great every in the scene film. He's in, he steals the scene. Yeah, like, as I said, that scene where they're running through a spaceship, him and Amy Adams, and he's basically just cracking jokes. It's like, yes, this is what I want of this film. Yeah, that and the more serious scene where Superman finds the ship and he talks to his father for the first time. Or the scene between Zod and, and uh, Jor-El. Yeah. Basically, any time Russell Crowe is in this film, this film is good. Yeah, I would watch a, a straight-up Jor-El film. Just make that. Yeah, to make that 20 minutes at the start, 90 minutes, and I would watch that, as we've already discussed. That yeah. Is... So that is a problem. That's, he won't, that's he won't the be better the movie. Show. No, he won't. Unless they if want to splash it. Imagine Russell Crowe signing on for a CW TV show. <laughs> it would be very fun. Hey, Supergirl's going to the CW now. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe they have a new Superman there. I, I, I just can't imagine. Like Marvel is doing it right with their Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, which I also do not watch. <laughs> They're doing it right because that is within canon. Yep. And it's like... You have a Flash that's on TV every week, but you're using a complete different Flash in the Justice League. Why? They're, they are introducing a new Superman, actually, into Supergirl. I know. That's what I saw. And he's yeah. another Superman that kind of looks like Henry Cavill. He doesn't have the, he doesn't have the red underwear. He's he has these got, weird shoulder things. Yeah, he's got the weird, like, super weird shoulder things. Um, but, like, I don't know. Just nothing in DC, like makes sense really in their whole extended universe like everything feels super rushed like every time they seem to release a film and you know it it doesn't do so well or at least critically it doesn't do so well financially these films have all made money but they seem to just panic oh yeah it's just like you hit the reset button let's do something else try again yeah just i feel like they wasted some some stories already of them just being like oh uh remember this from the comics you you like that right uh remember this from the originals like this was good, uh, just put them all in one movie, and then, like, we'll, we'll all be happy, and Superman kills a guy, and, like, everyone in Metropolis dies, and <laughs> him and Amy Adams will make out, and it'll be romantic, because it'll be an empty city, and they're the only two left in it. Because he killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, that was the entire pitch of Man of Steel. That, was, that wasn't actually me talking, I just played the uh, leaked audio of Zack Snyder pitching to Warner Brothers, the film, and they were like, huh, that, that could be good. There's actually there was a bunch of pitches for this film actually. You you mentioned All Star Superman. Apparently that was a pitch at one stage because obviously after the relative flop that was Superman Returns, they're like, all right, you're out, Brandon Rouse. Get out of here. Go back to X Men. What's his name? His name has escaped me. X Men director. Brian Singer. Brian Singer. Yes, who yeah. does very well with the X Men series, not so well with the Superman series. And actually speaking of X Men, Matthew Vaughn, who directed X Men First Class, which is a tremendous film. Yep. Pitched a Superman trilogy, which was shot down as well. I would like to see him do Superman. I'd like to see uh, Tim Burton and Kevin Smith do Superman. I I actually would. I really would. I uh, I actually own I own the script to that, signed by uh, one Kevin Smith and uh, Nick Cage as Superman. Yep. I I would have loved to see that film. <laughs> the script is uh, it's very interesting. <laughs> does it does it play to Nick Cage's strengths of shouting and making faces? Uh, yeah, it does. I think <laughs> the final two, like, considered for that were Nick Cage and Will Smith. Will Smith as Superman would be weird. 
Yeah, yeah. make it work. He's charismatic. He's almost he, too charismatic for Superman. He was, Superman's he was kind good of in stick. Hancock. And, yeah. For like the first half of that movie. Well, yeah, every, every, that's, that's the rule of Hancock. Stop halfway through. Yeah, of course, yeah. And he was good in Suicide Squad, I thought. I haven't seen it. They see we were doing oh, a you watch. I've seen Man of Steel, I've seen Batman vs Superman. I haven't seen Suicide Squad. So that oh. should be interesting. Yeah, that'll be interesting. It, it it missed me in the cinema. I didn't have much interest in it. Yeah, I've seen all of these movies first night. <laughs> um I'm very much like a, a total DC fanboy, but not in the way that most current DC online fanboys are where if they don't like the Rotten Tomatoes score, they start a petition to shut down Rotten Tomatoes forever. That is modern internet culture these days. Yeah, it's just terrible. I don't like something. It should not exist. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What, what else? Like, this film isn't irredeemable. I think some of the fight scenes are better than others, particularly the, the one the in Smallville. Smallville where, yeah, the where Smallville fight scene is probably the highlight of the movie. He's fighting Lady Kryptonian person whose name I don't even remember. Um, Like, or is her name Farah? Farah something? Yeah, it was something like that. I have the wiki in front of me. Like uh, Jacks or was that the one? No, might have that's been. not the one. No, there's a lot of Kryptonian names. I think, it, I think it was something with an F. Yeah, but yeah, that that was a really good fight scene. Yeah, great one. Um, there's like also a brutal scene, like a little cutaway of one of the Kryptonians jumping on a fighter pilot and like ripping the heads off one of them. I think. Yeah, that that was that was grim. At the very least, he he totally like ripped them right out of that plane. Yeah. That's, I mean, Zach, this is a kid's film. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Superman is a character that's supposed to inspire, not terrify. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. We were talking about the, uh, like, the glimmers of maybe this movie isn't the darkest film ever made. Yeah. When Superman surrenders himself to the U.S. government, like, that entire scene is a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, and, like, anytime, like, Lois him, Lane and... him and Lois Lane are together, just kind of goofing around, it's like, yeah, I like those yeah. two. yeah. And she she says, "What what does the S stand for?" And he says, "It's it's not an S. It stands for hope." And she's like, "How about?" Su and she doesn't get the word Superman out. Or if she's actually got the word Superman out, that would be dumb. But it's like, yeah, ah, look, look at you being self-aware. Good job, guys. Yeah, it's like the end of the Fantastic Four film, where it's like we should be the Fantastic Four. It's like, no, no. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's the end of the second Avengers movie when they're like Avengers. Uh, it's like, oh, you're saving that. That's a slow burn. Yep. Uh, did, did I like anything else about this film? I do think that whole, like, what do they call it? The world engine where they're destroying the Earth and terraforming. I think if you take that whole thing out, the film is better. Yeah. Like, no, if you skip from the Smallville fight scene straight to the Zod fight scene and take that whole section out, which cuts about 20 minutes off the film as well, I think that's a better film. I feel like there's a lot to say about this movie in retrospect when you have seen Man of Steel, especially. Yeah. Not Man of Steel, uh, uh, Batman Superman. But a lot of that discussion should probably be saved because it's kind of they, – they went back on some things they did in Batman versus Superman. Yeah, and I, I have some pent-up Batman versus Superman rants that I need to get out of my system. It, I feel like the first like first like twenty minutes of that movie was just Zack Snyder's big apology card. <laughs> Do they so. address like the fact that Metropolis has been flattened? Is that just the kind? Of, I, I know it kind of triggers um, the events. Of the film. <laughs> not really. <laughs> it triggers the events of the film, but they never mention it was like the greatest tragedy to ever hit planet earth it seems like metropolis is an, an okay place just a few years later mm -hmm. 
Clearly, they have a they have a very good economy. They have a very good infrastructure program going. Yeah, must be an amazing economy. Rebuilding all of those buildings. Yeah, very quickly. Like they they have many Supermen rebuilding all the. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe Superman, as a big sorry, like rebuilt all the buildings by hand. That would be nice of him. Yeah. Get a few of the, the, the old Kryptonians that are still alive. I'm sure not all of them died. Uh, No, probably not all of them died because you have to build on the uh, build, build for the next few movies. You got to pull some more villains out of Krypton. I like the way by the time we got to like Batman versus Superman, they haven't even moved the bloody Kryptonian ships. Oh, no. Yeah, they, they didn't. They kept those right where they wanted. I'm sure I'm sure no one will notice. They're 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 just in the middle of one of the biggest cities in the world. It's fine. It basically looks like the Superdome, like just in the middle of the city, and they threw they threw a blanket over it. Like, oh no, you know, it's it's like I I recently helped my my sister move into a new apartment, and we we left while the new TV was right in the window, and we threw a blanket over it and said. Nah, people won't people won't try to break in when they see a blanket over the TV. <laughs> that's kind of what they did. That's kind of yeah. That's kind of what they did in Metropolis with the Kryptonian ship. Everyone will just walk right past it. It's fine. Yeah, until lightning bolts are flying out of it. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised. Like knowing Americans, I'm sure you can speak to this. You know, make a football stadium out of it. Of course, yeah. I'm sure that was the discussion from. Yanks, as uh, as Europeans call them, Yanks walking past. Like, do you, do you take whoa. Yanks as like a, an offensive word? Oh no, not at all. You see, I've I've heard some people do, and I'm like, eh, we mean it nicely. But but see, like the people that take it as an offensive word, like deserve to be called it in a bad way. That's fair. Because That's I fair. I think I think I don't take it as an offensive word because just as a general rule, Europeans are smarter than Americans. <laughs> Thank you. Like. Just by far, like that's can't even argue that. <laughs> but like we've invented a bunch of stuff. Like we invented flight, maybe. Like at the Olympics, Brazil was taking credit for it. So I don't even know about that one anymore. But <laughs> you told yourself you did, and that's all that matters. Yeah, for years I'm like, at least we invented flight. And then at the Olympics, Brazil's like, and damn the USA for stealing flight. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> did we steal that? <laughs> Like the Brazilians are, are bitter. They have harbored this grudge for years. Oh no, they were pissed. But then I watched their demonstration of the supposed Brazilian who invented flight, and he was flying the plane backwards, like the tail of the plane was going forward. So I was like, all right, I don't even think they could fly it in 2016. I think we're still covered. <laughs> if if the Brazilians invented it, the Americans perfected it. Yeah, definitely. We'll give you that. We 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 put planes on TVs so we could watch Man of Steel in the air. <laughs> That that is how far we have come. Yeah, Steel Superman thoughts. returns and see Superman save a plane, which was the only saving grace of that movie. I literally remember nothing about that film. Literally nothing. He saves a plane. Oh yeah, Lois is on the plane, isn't she? Ah uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember that bit. He gets shot in the eye with a bullet, and the like the thing flattens. But like, no punches were thrown. Not a single punch by Superman. He, he is a pacifist if need be. He's he's better with his words. And I gotta say, unfortunately, I prefer a movie where Superman kills tens of millions of innocent people <laughs> and his, snaps the neck of his enemy over a movie where he doesn't throw a punch. Yeah, so, so you don't like Superman being a man of peace? Or uh, I wouldn't put it like that. I wouldn't put it like that because I I'm not I'm not asking for Superman to murder. 
But if it has to happen for him to punch, I'll make that sacrifice. Well, he can't really punch any humans, though, because he would murder them very quickly. Yeah. So he's like, oh, it's aliens. He can punch them all. So instead, he he throws, like, telephone poles through their trucks. Yeah. Or does the whole thing where he puts their hand on their forehead and they can, you know, run and they're like, oh, I'm going to get you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. could do that. (laughs) Classic Superman move. (laughs) It's like flight, laser beam eyes, super speed. Hand on the forehead. Yeah. Those are the four. He has super hypnotism as well at times. Yeah. That's a thing. Definitely. And he could make everyone forget things with a kiss. Yes, which is a power everyone would like. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you would not like forgetful kissing? No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's because, the best of all superpowers. Y- you plan a kiss on someone and... You know, they open their eyes and they're like, who are you and are you raping me? <laughs> now you're in prison. <laughs> yeah. That so is, that is fair. Not, not the best superpower. Not my number one I would go to. Uh, do you have any more thoughts on Man of Steel? Uh, not really. I think we covered most of it. It's unfortunately, as a, a DC fanboy, it's like most DC EU movies where they're not good, but I enjoy them. <laughs> Uh, as, as a uh, member of the country, a country in the European Union, the EU, I am ashamed that we share initials with the DC. <laughs> I'm, I might be too if it was called the DC USA U. DC United. Um, I, I was trying superheroes to Union. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? No, what's the A? Alliance Union. There we go. <laughs> yeah, there yes. you go. That rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> How about David Goyer made all of these films, by the way? Or written them? Oh, yeah. He David wrote... Goyer is... He's a workhorse. He basically writes every, like, DC film. Yeah, and I kind of wish he wouldn't. Oh, heavy shot. <laughs> he deserves it. Heavy shot. He probably I... does deserve it. The films you are should, good. You should probably just put, like, Jeff Johns or... Put whoever makes the... If you played the Batman Arkham games... Uh, I played some of them, yeah. Like, just let the the writers of those movies, the video games, let them write a movie. Those games have great storylines, better uh, than most movies. I always liked the episodes of Smallville that Jeff Johns wrote, so he clearly has an eye for this stuff. Yeah, he's he's definitely one of my favorite comic writers, I would say. He, he wrote Aquaman when it came back with the new 52, and that was one of my favorite rebooted series. And you can make Aquaman not lame, you can do anything. Yeah, like in the opening few panels... Aquaman is on land, flips a stolen bank truck with his trident, gets shot with a magazine of machine gun bullets, and, like, is slightly bleeding from the forehead. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's how to hook me on Aquaman. Like, Not swimming around with his trident. Yeah, no, he just no-sold, like, a clip from an AK. <laughs> and I was like, all right, like, I guess Aquaman's badass now. I'm not, so, are they making an Aquaman film? They are, aren't they? Yeah. And I'm excited for it because of Jeff Johns. Yeah, and Jason Momoa. Yeah, he's good. He he doesn't really look like the Aquaman that I know, but I guess to to a casual audience, they won't look at him and laugh. I I kind of wish just Vinny Chase from Entourage played Aquaman, for being honest, and James Cameron made the movie. James Cameron is very good at making movies about the sea. <laughs> yeah, he's made Titanic. He has experience. He's he's made Titanic, which I consider my most overrated film of all time. Oh, you see, it's not really a film made for you, though, is it? 
It's not. It's, it's not really like it's, it's like this is a film that will get Robbie. No, it's it's not. But I rewatched Titanic not too long ago, probably a month ago, and by the end of it, I was so happy the ship was sinking. Like, <laughs> just like yes, all of the people on the ship are just terrible. I hate all of them. Die, Leo, die. Yeah, just Rose is on a on a ten foot by twenty foot board, and she's like, "Sorry, this is just for me. You can't get on." <laughs> And he's like, I'll that's, never that's, let go. And immediately, let's go. Yeah, that's good writing. It's just like, she she didn't want him. She hated him. It's like, yeah, I love you. Sure, drift away quicker. That was the first, like, that was the first, like, text breakup where it was like, she didn't really want to tell him that they were breaking up. But that was definitely when they were breaking up. <laughs> it's like, look, I'm going to survive. I won't even remember you. Yeah, <laughs> like Man of Steel over Titanic every day of the week. I think that that's that's a good takeaway message from this podcast. Absolutely. If you if have you a have choice between Titanic and Man of Steel, choose Man of Steel. Always. And it's about like three hours shorter. Whopping well, it's not that much shorter. A whopping two and a half hours. And Titanic is like six. That's Titanic nice. Titanic's like cancel your plans for the for the next two days because you're watching <laughs> Titanic. Including the weeping. Yeah, and did you know Titanic originally came on two VHS tapes? It had an intermission in the middle because you couldn't fit it on one. Good God. I'm just full of Titanic's facts on the Man of Steel podcast. We're just pivoting now. This is, this is the Titanic podcast. <laughs> this is just, uh, I'm unleashing my hate for Titanic. It's sinking as quick as the Titanic. Oh, that was nice. Nice. Loved Segway it. Segway machine. Yeah. Anyway, I suppose we should we should finish up. Yeah, definitely. It's It's gone off the rails. Much like... <laughs> Much like most DC films do in the third act. Yeah, well, most superhero films, in fairness. That's not just a DC trope. Yeah, yeah. The third act is just not fun for superhero movies. Before we go, Robbie, plugs. Uh, At that Robbie Fox on Twitter, I guess. R-O-B-B-I-E, not with a Y. Do people spell Robbie with a Y? Yeah, a lot of people. That's That's not right. It's not. It's not right. Thank you. It's not right at all. No, it's... I always have to clarify because... Most spell it with a Y, I think. Is that the more common spelling of Robbie? It might be, yeah. I see. I, I would see I it with I E more often. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Y is an Irish. Like most Irish people spell it with a Y, and most Americans spell it with an I E. I think. I'm deeply sorry for what we if we have inflicted upon you. And that's also a fact that like I have no statistics on. Like I heard a guy say it in passing once, and I took it as a fact. So. In fairness, that's like at least forty percent of actual facts. Of course, yeah. Is that all you want to plug? Only your Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's all I really got. Twitter. Um, I host a podcast about MMA if you're into that kind of stuff. It's called RBR Into the Octagon. You could search for it on iTunes or whatever. I did once have a podcast today episode called MMA is the Dirt Worst, but. Oh, well, yeah. I mean. Yeah. To be fair, it is. It is. <laughs> it's an objective fact. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's another thing that's hard to argue. Thanks for coming on the show, Robbie. No problem. It was a fun time. You can listen to new episodes of podcasts today every single day at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK. You can subscribe on iTunes by searching for the TWS Network and also subscribe on YouTube or follow me on Twitter, G-A or E-T-T-K-I-D-N-E-Y. See, I have to spell my name as well because Gareth is all over the place in terms of spellings. That was, that was I'm not going to lie, super impressed by the way you just ran through that. I, like, this... I'm, I'm going to need podcast subtitles, but... Super impressed. That was like the end of a Hot Wheels commercial. Yeah, this is this is episode like 154 or something of this podcast. I've done this a few times. Yeah, you did it. You did it a couple times. Yeah, it was like I'm sneaky impressed by that. Like you just blew my. That was made my night. <laughs>
Yeah, I'm, I'm a professional podcast hoster. Nice. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye. <laughs>